You know what? These American outlets don't take UK artists seriously. Of all the talent, of all the talent they could have put in that video. They and could they have put, done Dave, they could have done Little Sims, they could have done Miss Banks, they could have done Octavian. We said that at the same time! But they could have done Octavian. So many people. That's who I would want Kano to tell me what he thinks about. Octavian. <laughs> tell me what you think about Octavian. I want to know, because... Silky. And Nigel the Light. Um, today's going to be a great episode. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. Thank you for listening to our last few episodes as well. What episode is this? Four? Four. Oh my God, we made it to number four! We made it to number four! <laughs> We're I'm here. excited. This is my favourite podcast so far. I mean, this is my favourite episode. We haven't even done it yet. Yeah, no, but it's, <laughs> it's my favourite. It's my favourite. Oh my God. Yeah, the love of her life, her new obsession. She's moved on from Kano, guys. No, I haven't. Don't oh. ever say that. No. Wow! There's no moving on from Kano. Oh my god, okay. I'm just, you know, just taking another route. You're on a break. To the same place. You're on a break. Oh, you want a break? Like I feel guilty when I don't listen to Kano. Well, you're dating multiple people. Dating multiple people. What are you doing? He's actually just an artist. <laughs> I'm like trying to contextualise it. Yeah, I feel you, man, but there's no, there's no context. Okay. It's just, I don't know, man. But Sota is my new favourite uh, recent, I guess. Artist. Yeah, most recent. I feel you. It's like my... I just... Uh, I have a lot of respect and admiration for him. I feel you. Like, he's not my... Uh, yeah, he is, actually. <laughs> what? Yeah, because I was trying to figure out what I meant, like, in terms of, like, do I... Is he my favourite, just, like... Just, like, musically. Oh, uh, Okay. Nah, yeah. No, He's no. just someone that you like right now. I really rate him. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Highly, and I like his music. Okay. I rate him more, more than music. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Basically, guys, today we're doing a review. A review yeah. or a conversation about yeah. nothing great about Britain, slow tie, because as you all, I think it was in the first episode where you you had announced oh, that yeah, you discovered, discovered him. him the night before as well. <laughs> And now we're here. It's a journey. Yeah, now we're here. Nigel was like, I want to talk about him. I want to talk about him. No, I'm joking. Yeah, no, because we want to do album reviews. Yeah, so yeah. So we were like, okay, what album should we do? And we went like, you know, Showtime's album is quite a strong album. I think it was one of the best that came out this year. Yeah, from I the agree. UK. Fully agree. And there's just so much to unpack. It's such a great album to to discuss, really. For real. Bare themes in there. Um, Even Slow Tie as a person is just a great like yeah, little character to discuss. He makes me feel warm. He's just so radical. That's such a... a, a the word is... But he, like, as as warm as he is, like, he is really out here just making statements and everything that he does. Like, even in, even as simple as just, like, stripping on TV. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, everything he does, I just feel like is a huge statement and a yeah. fuck you to... The establishment. Yeah, to, to the, the establishment, to society, everything. Yeah. So I fully rate it. Love him. I fully, fully rate it. I just like, I really like, I, I just like that he's such an, I know you're saying he's radical and I see it, but the part that really speaks to me is him just being a really nice person. But that's also radical. 
That's so true. In this society, in this day and age, like, being kind-hearted, you know, just being soft and warm in a world that's so cold, like, that is a radical act in itself, I believe, anyway. So I think that's, that's why I look at him and I'm like, you is... I don't like the word radical, but do you know what I mean? Like, he's just... Yeah, in all aspects, from the fact that he's so like seems so kind anyway I haven't met him I don't know why I'm talking like I know him to the fact that he's like parading yeah like a flipping head what was it that ripped head of Boris on stage like everything that he does is just like yes it's for the people he's a man of the people he's for the people he's for the children Yeah. he's what Travis Scott thinks he is and I'm joking (laughs) oh my god Travis I love Scott. Travis Scott. I don't even fuck with Travis Scott, you know. I love him. I don't listen to his music. I don't listen to any music. So I, I love his music. I don't um, know anything about that guy. Oh, Travis. Like, that Netflix thing. That was... Yeah, we'll have a conversation about that one Wasn't because it? that was... Is, is Travis meant to be this, like, woke guy? No. Like, what is he? He just, he just... He just makes really, really good music. Okay. And I think... Um, I think it's just that element of like people wanting like everything to have a deeper meaning and stuff but and trying to attach that to him but like there's nothing mate you just make rage music that's that's you just draw the line there and that's fine but like everyone tries to like add depth to it and it's like nah you're just really contextual you're really like not contextual sorry conceptual and you have a great mind and that's that's it but Mm. they're just trying to make him do more trying to put him on like Beyonce part and like make a documentary he doesn't need to Oh, yeah, I know. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's. And then again, I don't even think he was ready to do a Netflix documentary. Yeah, he's too early on in his career. Also, yeah, that, and also, I don't think he's reached his, like. He's not. He's like 20 something. Why are you making an autobiographical documentary right now? <laughs> it's that true. It makes me think you're in it for the money. You're in it for yeah, the Yeah, 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 yeah. And in the. In the money the... that comes with Netflix, because. It's true. It's too early to be doing that. Any artist that really cares about their their legacy and really, like, puts thought and time to what they do, like, really, really cares about their craft, like... They wouldn't do they that. They wouldn't do it so early on, man. You you would have more... I think it depends on the angle of the artist. I think yeah. if you're an artist that, like, has maybe got a lot in your work to say, then if you're doing a documentary, maybe in regards to yeah. that or like even oh but it was skeptic like, yeah it was but it didn't have anything about his life before the music and that's really interesting that's part about him yeah but they didn't talk about the fact that nigga got kicked out and all of this stuff and anyway we're not here for travis scott yeah, today yeah, we're here for so tight that was an accident <laughs> oh my god yeah let's move on yeah it's just me um, and my outbursts what's your favorite song from the album it changes every day. Doesn't have to be one. But right now, it's dead leaves. Really? Because, like, I don't know what it is. I think it's because it's the end of the year, and yeah. I'm just like, what? What do I need to just like? You know that when you're in that reflective mood and you're just mm. like, what? Not even about other people, but what about myself that's just like not aiding me? Do I just need to just combat right now and like let go of? And I feel like Dead Leaves speaks to me in that sense. And also, I just, I adore the production on it. And to be honest, I adore the production on the whole album, but mm-hmm. on Dead Leaves, oh. On um, Dead Leaves, like the production of that is just. 
it's just top notch. Yeah. Well, who's that produced by? I think it's produced by that guy. I think it's his normal producer. His friend. What's his name? I wrote down somewhere. Begins with K. That's all I know. K. Darku, something like that. Darku. Something. It's not Darku, bro. No, no, no. It's not the Darku girl. It's sorry, mate. Kwesi. I think it's called Kwesi Darku. Yeah, honourable shout out to him because his produ- his production ability oh, is a beautiful. Beautiful. It matches it matches um his vibe so well. Who um Slow ties. Yeah, 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 yeah. So well. What about what about you? What's your favourite song? Ah oh, man, it's it's hard. Like it's hard because I've got a few, obviously, but they're all for different reasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, if I had to choose one, oh, bro, I can't do that. Man. <laughs> You have to. There's actually quite a few songs. Okay, my top, yeah, my top. These are my top. I'll try and whittle it down, yeah. Um, Northampton's Child. Oh, I love that song. That means a lot. I really like that song. No, I love that song. And then Ladies, Drug Dealer, and Tea and Biscuits. It's between them and Missing. Oh, they're all so great. <laughs> What's it gonna be, Nerd? What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? I love it. Today, Northampton's Child. Just today, though. If you asked me yesterday, it would have been Ladies. I love how the the songs relate into the women are in your top. That is so you. I I would expect. I wouldn't have expected anything more. You always analyze me, like, and I don't even clock some of the things you say, you know. But that's true. But it's not even. No, but I get it. I just. They are good songs, though. Toaster. Listen, I I properly listened it. Listened to it today. Like, I listened to it when it. When I was listening to the album, yeah. I was listening to it whilst I was doing work because mm. I wanted to. I was like, it's my first listen. When I do a first listen of an album or an artist I've never heard before, I don't pay it that much attention. Fair I enough. wait for it to grab me. Like, okay. Do you know what I mean? That like, makes me pull away from work and yeah, like, yeah. actually. Missing a Northampton Child, both of those songs were the songs that I had to look away, like put my laptop down and just look at my phone like, and just listen to it. And I was like, fucking hell. And then Drug Dealer as well. Oh, I love those drug dealers. Songs that that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, "Fuck, this is amazing!" And then I think Northampton's Child had to do that because it's a song where you can't miss a line. Yeah. Because it's like a story, and you just want to hear it all. Yeah. What was and your listening experience the first time you heard the album? You know what? The first time I heard the album, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. The first song confused me because. Oh, okay. North, nothing great about Britain. Yeah, because. Um, the the beat yeah was like it was phenomenal mm. and then like i loved like i loved the song but i couldn't catch it do you know what i mean like the the fl- his flow and the beat didn't work for me but then that also made the song strong if that makes sense so when i first listened to it yeah i was i was like you know when you're trying to bop your head, but like I just felt like I was offbeat. Something was off, and then um, the more I listened to it, like the more it worked. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just me like overanalyzing or overdeeping it, but like I just felt like maybe he did it purposefully, like being a little bit off. Whether it's like the flow not matching the beat or the beat not matching the flow, maybe it was like purposeful in in like the the over all overarching theme of the album being like a play on the fact that Britain is sold as like this great thing and he's telling us it's not so great mm. and how the and like he's like kind of like showing us something that 
doesn't work with the narrative we've been sold. And I just felt like maybe that's what he was like trying to, maybe he wasn't trying to do it. But for me, it just felt like in the intro of the song that was happening, like he set the tone, not only in his lyrics, but also in the way like the flow and the beat were mismatched and they didn't like kind of, yeah. And usually when I listen to an album the first time, I don't like repeat a song, but I had to repeat the intro like four times. Yeah. Because I was like, it's so good, but it doesn't work, but it's so good. Or I just spat. But it doesn't work. But then, yeah, no, I loved it. And then I carried on and I was like, this is this is amazing. Like, the, the song after that, the punk one. What was I saying? Yeah, the album felt so quintessentially British, but in a way that, like, that was... You know, like, English, like, British, not, like... Not the British we know, like being from inner city London, but you know, like the oi oi, like lad British. If, yeah, it felt like that, but it felt yeah. like that in a way that I could relate to it. Like, yeah. I am like, this is a Britain that I understand. Yeah. And a British that I understand. I don't know, yeah. like, it was just, yeah, that was my take when I first like listened to it. I feel you. It's, you. it's so unapologetically working class. Yeah. That we can relate to. Yeah, exactly. Even though the white, okay. This is, okay, we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that. But um, even though that experience is different to us, especially yeah. because here we grew up in the middle. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. That differ. I think it's 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 that. You can still understand, understand it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. especially because like I I went to uni outside of London, so I had oh, I feel yeah. like I had a bit of not the same experience, but I was like. Um, exposed to that side of Britain that we don't necessarily see in being from London. Yeah. Um, oh, bear gas, I shouldn't have drunk coke. <laughs> <laughs> They're not here, the gas travelling. <laughs> of no, it's fine. But, um, yeah, I forgot what I was even saying. You guys don't already know, Slowtie is a rapper from Northampton. I think he's 24, I think. He looks mad young though. Yeah, he looks seems so mad young. Like I thought he was like nineteen. Yeah, yeah he's not gonna lie. Young spirit. Yeah, uh, but that's an that's like one of the things in in his in his in the thing he he says something like, "Don't grow up, yeah. just take every moment as it comes." I was like, "Yes, sir." Yeah, he's like don't worry about it. I'm like, "Yeah, please tell me that because don't here I am." Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Twenty two, acting like I have wrinkles and shit when yeah, really I'm at the prime of my youth. Like, yeah, no. I'm here for it. I'm here and I feel like even him saying that like don't grow up and like, not gonna lie but I feel like that's something that a certain type of privilege can allow you yeah 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 because yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of poor artists that grow up poor that, that become successful just do the shit they couldn't do as a kid like who was it was it Tyler the Creator that got a trampoline in his house in his living room oh maybe it sounds like him yeah or, or, or it's like, actually a true ball pit, a ball pit like it's just shit that they couldn't do as kids like so I feel like that's... that's yeah, it is a privilege, from, yeah. Like, yeah, like, you know, don't, don't grow up too fast. But here, we're like... We're like I mean, there are, I think... Hard. We like we 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 are working hard, but I think it's also nice to have that reminder that even yeah. in moments where you can find the space to just be youthful and be young and be free, do that. Like, don't yeah. be afraid to do that. Don't feel so rigid in your ways and don't yeah. like succumb to capitalism. Even if you yeah. don't have the privilege of being able to like buy a trampoline in your house, yeah. maybe you have the privilege of just like being able to go to the park. Like, yeah, do that. Do that. There are resources out there for you, and I just think that reminder was necessary. Yeah. Like even for somebody that doesn't have the same 
amount of money in my bank account and freedom Mm -hmm. like it's nice to be reminded that like you know you don't have to put the world you don't have to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders even though you do but you know allow yourself the space to just be be, yeah Yeah, so it was nice to hear that um, but, um, what else do we know about Slota? He's he's got some Bayesian in him, isn't it? Yeah, he's half Bayesian, half yeah, Bayesian, Irish. And that's I think that's part of the people that live in Barbados. Yeah. Yeah. So and Rihanna's type. Irish. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's from Rihanna's side. <laughs> I didn't realize he was mixed. With him. I thought he was white, Same. fully white. He's yeah, he's white passing. Same. I think definitely white passing. I think a lot of people thought that though because I'm I read somewhere that there was like uproar about him. Oh, this was cultural so appropriating or something. I can't remember. Mm, I don't. That's not. Mm. I don't know what it was. Okay, so he has a song in the album called Rainbow. Uh yeah, when and where he's he talking about, about racism, being yeah, black and blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, and I wanted to talk to you about this because I was thinking about it and I was like, let's go into how it. much can you? S- mm. Okay, so one of the lines of the album of that song was some saying something about my skin tone is rich, and he was talking a lot about um not Latin, not Latino, not something, not your nigger. And I was thinking about it and I was like, don't want to start a debate, but can slow tie say nigger like? I think he can. Do you think so? Yeah, why not? He's not black physically. Yeah, but that's that's what I mean. Like, it's so sticky. It's not sticky. It's just, it's just that it's it's the idea that pe that people see black as a monolith. Do you know what I mean? Like, black comes in so much varieties. Just because yeah. somebody doesn't look the way we s- deem somebody should physically look as a black person yeah, no, doesn't mean that they're, they're, they can't say the word nigger. Because at the end of the day, like, if anything, he's from... He's half Bayesian. He's Caribbean. Like, his people were slaves. So... Like he can say it more than I can say it as a Somali. Do you get me? Like yeah, but if if slow tag, man, slow tag is not slow tag. He's just a regular lad, yeah. As in, like he's he's him, but he's not rich and famous. He's just yeah. I'd still yeah. He can say it. And he calls you a nigger without you knowing the context of him being Bayesian. Like, not really because then that's just me being naive to the fact that because he doesn't look dark yeah, or he doesn't ha- like like some like he has every right to say it because yeah. it's literally his people were the slaves they were the ones that true. that just because it's half just because it's not a whole part just because physically he doesn't look it doesn't mean that he can't say it like I think yeah, I think that's a bit about this. Uh, yeah I just wanted to pose it as like yeah no no I feel just you just to start a convo like cause I, I wasn't sure like I was just I was in two minds but I was like I don't know because he like he, just with the whole like imagine he came up to me the way he looks I would I would immediately think that he's not black yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. at the same time I was thinking about him growing up in Midlands and I was thinking about that here he wouldn't get racially abused that like, in London because he 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 doesn't look overtly black so but maybe in the in the Midlands where he grew up, exactly, he was out the other, us. yeah, yeah, and he was the other, and probably was called nigger, and probably was, and like, like they they call the yeah they call everyone nigger, they call like Asian people nigger, yeah, they call they, say, they yeah. yeah 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 that's true. If so. you just look, don't look English, and yeah, out there he's probably yeah. more like like you said, it's more obvious that he's not yeah a I white think person. That's probably why I feel like that song wouldn't exist if he lived in London. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't think... I genuinely think he could have... Like, 
I initially thought he was the half Thai because of his name. So, <laughs> like, genuinely, when yeah, I was you saying it. Him, I was like, oh, he's Bayesian. Okay. But, yeah, like, it's just mad. So, I was just thinking about that and I was like, yeah, maybe it is that whole, like, you know how, like, we identify as black in the UK and in, like, America and all these other places. But if we go back to Africa or wherever we're from, we don't really, we're all the same. Yeah. You know I mean, it's like a. It's an identity we had to form because we we are the other. Yeah, it was an identity given to us essentially. Yeah, exactly. So, and I also think that in the UK we have a different dynamic when it comes to like blackness for mixed race people than in, in the US. Like yeah. in the US, it's like if you're mixed race, then you're automatically black. But then here, mixed race people don't necessarily see themselves like that. Like if they're mixed race, then sometimes, like for them, their identity is just a bit more like in between because they're like I'm not fully back but I also have this other half of me and I think we also as people attach that to them they have to choose yeah they don't because they're in a they're in a place and then they're in an environment they're in a time where they're accepted yeah so they don't have to think like which one am I it's like I'm both but then that starts a whole new yeah dynamic of what am I and like all of that that allows them to have their own kind of journey with it whereas before it would have been decided for them what they were so I, I get it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. One at the same time yeah like, I can't imagine how difficult it must be you know, identity. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was even reading a book. I think it was a few or here. What I don't know how you say her name, but she was just talking about her experience as a mixed race woman and how that like it was so confusing for her because, yeah, just like you were saying. So I can't imagine being in that position. Yeah. But I think yeah, in the UK we just attach, like we just do too much when it comes to mixed race people, mm-hmm. and it's like if he like he has every right to say the word nigger. Um, and if he identifies as black, he identifies as black. Like he, he has every right to. He's got black in him. Exactly, exactly. And we can't negate his experiences um, just because we look at him a certain way, and we can't negate that he's black just because he doesn't look overtly black. Because um, black people aren't a monolith. Like we come in all shades. We come in all, you know, we come in all skin tones. We come in all different types of features. That's why I hate the the phrase Eurocentric features because. Bruv, even Europeans don't have Eurocentric features. Like, what the hell? But that's a whole nother conversation. That's true. That's true. Have you seen Tommy from Powell, bruv? (laughs) That's a black-looking white guy, you know. (laughs) I feel you. I feel you. Exactly. He's just white. Exactly. Like, and a lot, like, what's Eurocentric features? Like, small nose, this, that, yeah? Europeans don't have small noses, bruv. (laughs) They don't. Like, what the hell? I hate when people come for, like, East Africans. Oh, because they have Eurocentric features. That's why they're they're appropriate. How is it Eurocentric if we don't have European lineage? Yeah. It's clearly African, like... African. Bloods. It just confuses me. I feel like that comes from a place of um, hurt. Yeah. Like I think like the people that usually perpetrate that whole thing is is usually West Africans on Twitter. If it's gonna be anyone. And that usually like yeah 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 you man are you like Mm -hmm. but i understand where they're coming from so that's why i don't react like in terms of like obviously they've been taught that you know no yeah 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 like have not not to say that east africans don't also share the same features of west africans but 
like features that are associated with being West African usually like having a, a lot larger look. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I just hate the phrase Eurocentric. I don't I don't negate yeah, I don't I don't negate like their arguments because yeah. it's true. Yeah. Um but just find well, another phrase. True. What? The argument is 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 like most of the time East Africans look Eurocentric. Oh, as in no, but as in I get where they're coming from when they say like yeah, our yeah. features are more accepted. Yeah, accepted. That's, true. That's, true. That's the part that I get. But That's when true. they start calling us Eurocentric and all this, yeah, bro, yeah, your own people can have small noses too, you know. Yeah. Please. Exactly. Let it be. But exactly. we just need to fucking take down the beauty standards. Yeah. yeah. And standard and be done with it because. And we also just need to understand that black people come in a variety exactly. like exactly we are so vast in our existence mm. even in the continent of africa even if you just go to one african country you will see people that look so different yeah. from one side to the other yeah. so yeah like we can't yeah anyways back to slow time yeah <laughs> i was trying to put bring it back to him uh, in terms of what you were saying about because he doesn't look overtly black but yeah i'm oh, sorry I can't no no it's calm it's calm but yeah no nah. It's true, though. It's just... I think it's more of a confusing topic than people... Like, than it needs to be. Yeah, the nigger thing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And the whole idea of what is black, that's just a long conversation, bro. (laughs) But I think that song is really important. Rainbow? Yeah. I think... I think for somebody like him, yeah, who, who has that privilege of being white passing, he can play into that privilege, and he doesn't. He doesn't, like... He doesn't, he doesn't like separate himself from his blackness because of the fact that he can. And I think that's so important because oftentimes, I've said it before, like people only listen to conversation or people only listen to things when it comes from somebody that looks like them. So for example, you know, Dave talking about domestic abuse in his album yeah. like men are only going to listen to that because it's coming from a man yeah. they don't usually listen to it when it comes from somebody that oh, is a woman true. do you know what I mean so I feel like with him making this song Rainbow you know the white the mass white audience that he's going to have from this country they're going to listen to that and there's not going to be the same uproar that you know Dave had when it came to black because mm. this guy looks like them and they're, they're fooled into thinking that because he looks like them he might step away from these things but he doesn't yeah. so then he comes along with this song he's like outlying all these racial issues and tensions and his experiences and what he might have seen as well and it's I think it's so powerful that he did that because he knows what his audience is and like he knows that his audience could easily tap out of that but he's like I'm not here for like the commercial purposes or whatever I'm here Mm -hmm. to say something because I was even listening to like an interview of his and um, he said sometimes it's the things that you don't want to say that you should say fam when he said that I said yeah that's a word that's a word and I really think that was reflected in that song it's because he might think to himself like oh I shouldn't speak on these things or yeah. I could easily not speak on these things and get away with it because mm-hmm. nobody nobody has to know I've got black in me nobody has to know about yeah. the blackness of me and the experiences of myself as a black like as being partly black but he came along and did that and I think that was really really powerful because that means that an, an audience that like other artists might not necessarily get the same reaction from can actually listen to it and be like oh shit mm-hmm. this is coming from somebody 
that looks like us or could easily be us because they might not know that he's like half Bayesian. Yeah, like I didn't initially. Exactly. So I think, yeah, I think it was really, really powerful that he did that. And I think it was um, really good as well that he did it like near the end because it's you know people usually get lost in the middle mm-hmm. of like an album and then it's usually the beginning the middle of anything and it's usually the beginning and end that they're like remember mm-hmm. so i think it was really strategic that he put that near the end of the album That's as well true. the album yeah there's 17 songs on it but it's 51 minutes that blew my mind how really 51 minutes yeah because i was listening to it earlier and i was like oh the 17 songs and you know me I don't like long albums like it's just long enough. yeah 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 and I looked at the time and it said 51 minutes in total and I was like how the hell did he do that and he does a lot in 51 minutes and he gets through a, a lot, lot in terms of topics damn I didn't realise that yeah it's quite short like I think who was it I was listening to the Koji album the other day and that is the same amount of time but it was across 10 songs right no it's 30 minutes is it 30 yeah yeah that one's 30 51 then I think it might be Hoodies or Summer then. That yeah, is, yeah, that Hoodies or Summer, minutes. yeah, 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, that was 10 songs. Yeah. But some of the songs on there were like seven minutes long. So, but this one, there were 17 songs. And it doesn't even feel like there's like a two minute song on there. There is, it feel- uh, which one was it? I think it was, I think Crack was, no. The other one was it Toaster? I think Toaster's two minutes long. Oh, because you know, like every song just feels like a regular time, time frame for a song. Like they feel like they're just three minute, three to four minute songs. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But that's probably because of the amount of stuff he jams in there. And one thing I really like about Sota is that he doesn't do a lot of choruses. Mm, mm, he doesn't do it all the time. Like, and if he is, it's gonna be a banging chorus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's a really good chorus. If you can do a song without a chorus and it pop, oh my God, you are an artist. Yeah. Tea and biscuits, yeah? Let's talk about tea and biscuits, yeah? I know we're not doing this chronologically, but... It's fine. We're hot messes. Yeah, it's a reflection of us. But tea and biscuits is the last song, yeah? We'll we'll gradually come back up. (laughs) We started with nothing great about it. And we just went to the bottom. Yeah, I didn't even say anything about nothing great. You started with nothing great about Okay, let's let me let me go back to it and then come back to Team yeah, Biscuits. Okay. okay, cool. I, I really liked uh what's it called? Nothing great Nothing about great Britain. Britain. The video is banging as well. Mm-mm-mm-mm. The video bangs. Um and I remember I was watching um you know how Genius has this new thing called the cosine? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I was watching it and Kano was on it and then he had to watch a bag of like rap videos and shit and then um they said to him which one would you cosign? And he goes, Slow tie and I was like, yeah, me and you. <laughs> yeah, but when I looked yeah, at who they gave him, I was like... The rest were all shit, I Yeah, I, don't, I can't remember who else, but I was like... There was that guy with Opthot. Was he Opthot? I don't know. Something yeah. Else, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I remember the... But yeah, I thought I found that rude. Are they seriously, like, making music? Or are they parodies? It could be young men wearing masks, you know? No, I think, it, I think they're old men. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure they're old men. Yeah, I'm. I'm really what was like. Pe- you know what? These American outlets don't take UK artists seriously. Of all the talent, of all the talent they could have put in that video. They could have put- done Dave. They could have done Little Sims. They could have done Miss Banks. They could have done Octavian. We said that the same time. But they could have done Octavian. So many people. That's who I would want Kano to tell me what he thinks about Octavian. <laughs> Tell me what you think about Octavian. I want to know because Octavian has a different, different sound. sound. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they they and they get oh, I don't, 
Yeah, no, I was so upset when they when I saw the list. And then, like, even the thumbnail, yeah, they had um, H. And I was like, did he co-sign H? Because oh. you know how they had this? I was like, huh? But, yeah, H no. is talented, though. I don't know why people chat about H like he's not talented. H is talented. No, he's talented, but... When I saw the slow tie, they put slow tie in that thing, and I was like, he chose H over slow tie. I was like, hmm, but oh, that was right. yeah, but that's the it's the because, thumbnail. Yeah, it's it's like clickbait, isn't it? Yeah, that's they, the word. They know that we a lot of he's got a bare new fans in it. Yeah, he's right now. He's getting famous. He's famous. popping right now. But yeah, nothing great about Britain. Nothing great about Britain. Isn't it isn't? <laughs> I love how it opens with a little chant. Yeah. What I mean, it just feels so quintessentially British, but in a way yeah. that I can relate. Because I ain't never gonna sing along to no British chant, but I'll sing along to There's nothing great about Nothing great about Britain. I can't remember the, the rhythm of it, but I will happily sing along to that kind of chant, boy. Yeah, I'm I'm here for nothing great about Britain as a song. I think it was great. I think I loved what he talked about. Um, I loved him mentioning Dizzy Rascal because uh, apparently he takes a lot of inspo from him. I wouldn't be surprised. He says it in a lot of his songs actually. He says in another song he says something about being the boy in the corner but, but not being dizzy. Uh, he talks about, yeah, but yeah, that song is great, man. And um, I love the way he, I think the beginning of the chants is, he says it in a lot of his interviews that he thinks that the what makes Britain great is the people and like his community and throughout the album you you'll hear like snippets in it you hear like like different mentions like in the beginning of a song the ending of a song but it's all kind of conversational it's like an ongoing conversation that's happening and yeah and then in the beginning of that song when they're all talking and then it goes into the song but the beat is is mad sinister like you said yeah it's like, it really creates the tone yeah yeah legit it really does um one of the things that he says i really liked is i think it's paraphrasing he said something about being a product of where he's from and um and then he also mentions his granddad being a slave in the same in the same bar so oh yeah i don't know what to say about that but i just really like that he mentioned i think it's like a triple double entendre whatever they call that is it yeah thanks it was a really good bar because um, I remember, I remember that bar. Because yeah, in 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 a song called "Nothing Great About Britain," and he's touching on slavery, and that's something that you know. Britain loves to act like they didn't, they didn't do. do. Yeah. Oh my god. People people move like that that didn't happen. Just wiping out that history. But just because it didn't happen on our doorsteps doesn't mean it yeah, didn't happen. Like exactly. these in true British style, they swept it under the carpet. Exactly. They took their dirty work and did it over in the exactly. Caribbean. It happened, and remember, it happened. And I'm very glad, like you said, that he he mentioned he it mentioned in the fa- it. in the first song. In the first song, in a song called "Nothing Great About Britain," and then yeah, like it annoys me because the truth is, before Americans even started slavery. Um, the British started to, was starting to, to do slavery, and then after that, you know, the Americans saw what they were doing and they they used it. But then after a while, you know, Britain clocked that this is wrong, and stopped doing it. But it's like, but then America carried it on. But it's just like people forget about that, and it jars me. Like people are like, yeah, you know, like you know, in conversations about like you know when Samuel Jackson was like, oh, why are black actors playing black like slaves like? Then there's no what slavery happened in in the UK and shit like that. And people talk about it, and there's so many big conversations and like well-known people, and they just forget and they just don't talk about Britain's slavery past, bro. That is real. <laughs> like, it's true. It happened, and it's true. You can't deny. Fair enough. Might have been. Might not have been like 
Africans, but it was no, it Caribbean. was Africans. Was it, Car- was it Africans? Yeah, it was Africans. They got taken to oh, the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just, you know what? The the way slavery happened in the UK versus the US, it's just a reflection of our societies. Mm-hmm. Like US is a very like in your face over yeah. everything happens like out loud and proud but British people we're like I've, this it's one thing that like when I used to study English literature back in school it used to always vex me that like our culture is like we we must remain stoic and, and yeah prim and proper but really behind closed doors there's bare dirty stuff happening and it's I just the like same thing sentence, you just that whole sum up that you just said I feel like that's that was the point of the whole album yeah literally it was literally like knowing that and kind of like mocking that and yeah, because there's this there's this huge like um, okay is it a huge conversation or is it a conversation that happens in my head? <laughs> but there's this, this like I always think about this idea that like white Britain doesn't know itself right now because mm. obviously Britain has held on to the identity of its imperialism and its um, it's um mon- not monarchy what what are they called the, the queen of the man you know when they like take over oh uh colonization yeah and they um what is that word what does it mean when it's like they go and they rule over bare different countries the specific word i'm looking for empire ah the british empire um they're still attached to that idea of what Britain was then where it had like this like intense class system and we still do but it was like you know we're gonna um the 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 queen and all of that they're gonna save us they're gonna look after us and all of this and they and I feel like white Britain are still stuck in that narrative and in that notion whereas like you know like people like us who are uh, immigrants who have come here we're like set up our own identity and like we've you know set up our own subcultures and even elements of English Britain have set up their own subcultures Mm -hmm. with like the punks and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. and this album kind of like came along and it's it's like speaking to white Britain because it's like Mm -hmm. you think that you're still you think your identity still looks like this but hello I'm here to tell you that none of that is true this is your reality because he's speaking like his reality is like the working class reality which is the same reality of a lot of like the white working class outside of London like this is how they're living but they're blind to that because they think that it's like the immigrants and stuff who are taking over their jobs when really it's like the fact that the monarchy and you know these establishments are the ones that are making sure that you stay in these positions so that they can still thrive mm-hmm. it's not the immigrants problems it's, it's the people you think are protecting you he's come along and he's just like showing white Britain like you know everything you believe about yourself isn't isn't what it is and I'm yeah. here to show you that and I'm here to show you that you know you there is power in you as people um, and th- this is even to the white British because like even their their um, what do you call it they're victims of like the white supremacy that reigns over yeah. when you look at whiteness as like a political and like a, a social thing and then in this album he's just come along and he's just shown white britain their ass like this isn't what what you think your identity is you need to let go of it because mm-hmm. it's not these things that you think are what make britain great isn't it's you as people and what you're doing for each other and what you can do for each other mm-hmm. so understand the power in that 
Um, I don't remember why I made that point, but that was the point that I wanted to make. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then the song ends with him saying, (laughs) in that posh voice, Oh, yeah. Elizabeth, you cunt. You cunt. I'll show you respect if you show me respect. Yeah. No, honestly. Even Even in that song when he's, like, outlining the things that make Britain Britain, like, the fact that he touches on, like, flipping, like... Uh, he uses that bar about spice and korma. Mm. Korma's not... It's not a, a native to this land, but it's a very quintessentially British thing. Yeah. And that's been come that's come from where? That's come from the imperialism, that's come from colonisation. Yeah. But these people don't want to understand that, like, yeah. what makes you... What makes Britain so great is, like, the vastness of the people that currently reside here but you guys think it's the monarchy and stuff like that and he's just like nah for that she yeah for that yeah. bitch yeah Oof, you explained that so beautifully <laughs> i don't know where that came from <laughs> the first song you know the first, <laughs> that's what i'm saying bro it's the first song but it's it's so powerful it's so powerful it's so powerful he ends it with saying um proud to i'm proud to be british after he listed all of that stuff and after he spoke on all of these things. Yeah, after he put it in bad light as well. Yeah, and it's just like, it's his version of British that he's proud of. Yeah. That's what he's proud of. He's not proud of the the, the, the context of what Britain has done in the past. And, stuff. and what Britain thinks What's, they are. Yeah, and what they stand for and all of these things. And even currently with, like, conservative government and shit. But, like... Um, yeah, he, he yeah. ended it with that and it was beautiful. Yeah, that's why. I, that's what I mean when I say that it just feels quintessentially British in a way that I yeah. can relate because it is a way that we can relate. Yeah. Because, like, even when you, even when, even when, like, later on in the album when he's, uh, I think it's in that song, um, the one, Northampton's Child, mm-hmm. and when he's like how, you know, his mum... I was just going to touch on that. His mum did the most to, like, make sure that the house was like it looked great yeah. from the inside even though like outside it was shabby and then that bar where he's like um something about imagination makes it a palace oh, um that is my favorite line my in the whole favorite. thing because it's like some i can relate like you know growing up in these shoddy houses that your mom put so much effort into making look like a palace when you walk in like even even growing up in poverty you don't ever i don't i don't ever felt like i grew up poor even though i did Mm -hmm. because of the amount of effort that my parents and my mom especially put into making sure that our environment and our home was homely yeah and it's just like it's nice to hear that you know coming from like a musician who's just like yeah this is like i was there too even though it wasn't in in the city london it was outside because we don't really hear about the experiences of yeah of people outside exactly. of Especially of london exactly and over there it's worse than it is here touched on that bar but in the bar what he was actually talking about was was when they like throughout the song he's talking about his mum and, mm-hmm. and then um how they met his stepdad um, oh yeah and they got kicked out and, and stuff. then he kicked them out and then they went to Tasha's Men. and then he was talking about uh, when they when they moved to Tasha's and they were li- living and sleeping in her yeah 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 and then he said uh, it's mad how good vibes can turn a place into a palace and it's so true because like do you ever have like that um, that auntie or cousins or even friend that when you used to go to their house like, yeah. as a kid, like you were excited, like, yes. yeah, they were, like that was like your favorite place to be at. Literally, it always, like, your favorite cereal. Yeah, like, they just knew how to. Everything was accommodating. Yeah, like, you loved it. Yeah, but 
looking back now, it's like they weren't rich, you know. They were normal. Exactly, like, exactly. It is like that good vibes turn a place into a palace is just like it just takes it and it, you can big it up in your head, especially as a child. Like, yeah. I feel like that bar is so retro- retrospective. Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't even think it was... At the time, he probably didn't cl- clock it. Yeah, he but probably had it in his head. Like, you know, as a kid, like, you romanticise everything. Like, yeah, like, especially going to your cousins or to your friends or whatever. It's just like, exactly. it's so much better than ours. Uh-huh. Like, and then just seeing, just probably remembering it as, a, as how he did as a child. And yeah. being still, like... A palace. Yeah, actually. exactly. I love that house, man. Like, Honestly. Aunties, I'm like, oh, I love that house. Like, there's just, it was just such a nice, it was just a nice place. Yeah. But deep, that like, it wasn't actually the house, it was actually the people. Yeah, the people I'm and like, being around, yeah. And just having family and community. I think yeah. that's the one thing, one of my favourite things about this album is, like, how much he emphasises on, like, everyone around him. Because, you know, when you listen to music nowadays, it's very individualistic. It's very, mm-hmm. like me 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 i had to do this i had to drop people i had to but him it's like he pays homage to like everyone in and around him whether it's his mum whether it's his mate whether it's his producer like he just is this his first album yes his debut album Wow. yeah for a debut album it's amazing um and that was one of my favorite things about that is that like he in 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 england and in you know today's capitalistic society every everything is individualized and every mm-hmm. everything is commodified and stuff like that and he throughout was just paying homage to people that like and 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 outlining how they helped him yeah. and shaped him to be the person that he is yeah. and i just thought that was so beautiful and yeah. so important because yeah. it's it's something that's missing and we don't realize how much mm-hmm. you know our mother does okay a lot of people realize how much their mom does for us but we don't realize how much our friends help us around mm-hmm. us and like how much the experiences that we live through with people and like how at the time like things might seem so peak but then it can just become a funny memory like that so i can't remember what the song is where he's talking about um when they get when him and his boys got arrested <sighs> i can't remember north nights I think it's that one. I think it's that one. Five, five man, man deep. deep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, just... I think l- so. Yeah, it? I think it is that one. But just being able to, like, look back on all these memories with his people and yeah. laugh about it and, like... Yeah, that's one of my favourite things about him. He just... He has a... He has, like, a really good ability in... Um, kind of, like, showcasing the the humanness of like just everyone and everything around you yeah. and I think it was it's, it, it must come from that thing that you were saying earlier about him just being so like sweet and nice and just yeah. like it really reflects in his music when he's talking yeah. about like his mum or his, his loved yeah his loved ones like it's just it's I like that I think that's one of my favorite things about the album is just how much he reigns in on like community and people and your surroundings and like yeah. just remembering that like it, you're not alone mm-hmm. you've got people around you rejoice in those times and rejoice in that like, you're right like this is like it's mad like i was listening to you like but i'm just thinking that like, rather this is his first album because like in your first album like it doesn't have to be autobiographical like it can just be your pe- bare people do drop bare mixtapes i don't know if he's dropped mm, i think he has i think he has two i know that he has one that has a black and white cover okay I wish I could Google okay. it, but there's no bloody signal. <laughs> it's fine, but in terms of like bodies of work, like 
for that to be his first album and for it to be so it's it does have its introspective songs that in terms of just about him and how he feels but for it to draw from other it just shows you that he has like this ability to be inwards and, and present at the same time because I know like a lot of like when Kano did his autobiographical album it was literally about him it was just about him how he felt his journey all of that stuff but then when he did the the new one or hoodies or summer it was completely like what's that word like when you look outside of yourself I don't know what the word is but retrospective just, I don't know no it's a, I don't know if there's a word actually extrospective Introspective is looking out extrospective. I think it's retrospective. Retrospective is past tense. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't I, know. It, well, you know, we know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, but like for him to be able to like kind of walk that line, like that fine line between both and kind of it's just that it's just that knowingness mm. that he's bigger than himself. Do you get what I mean? And people Especially. get to that a bit later. Yeah. People get there a bit later. Sometimes people will say, oh, I came up by myself. I'm self-made. I'm self da 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 They get to their 30s and they're like, you know what? My wife did this for me. <laughs> my wife did this for me. My mum helped Word. me. Word. But for you to do that from the jump, that is... Especially that so word? young. Is that integrity? Or is yeah. it dignity? I don't know what the word integrity. is. Integrity. It's integrity, isn't it? It's just no... Okay, I don't want to say it's integrity because that's harsh because that's saying that people, that other people aren't integral, but... No! I think it's, it's, it's... I guess it might just be... To be honest, I feel like our generation is very different to every generation. It's true. So, it's got enough... I'm not trying to kind of, like, say anything bad about other people, but it's just... Yeah. Really, for me, it's just mad life. Yeah, especially for, especially being so young. And one of my favourite yeah. things as well is that, like, um, he does all of that and he even does it for women and do you know how rare it is for man them to show love to women until they have their own daughter yeah <laughs> like the fact that he's yeah. managed so young to be able to just like realize to humanize to humanize women that that's the bar but it's true that is the bar that yeah it's true like but it usually goes yeah. literally literally like but even in everything just like women and his mates but to be able to to sit down at he wasn't 24 when he made the album, but to sit down... Because so, I'm... Tw- at 22... I don't, I, c- I don't think I could draw on as much as he's drawn on. Because, one, I feel like, even though I've lived a life... As you're always told that at 22 or, or like in your early 20s you haven't lived enough to be able to like sit down and draw from your life experiences mm. but he's done that mm-hmm. and like shown that like you know it doesn't really matter how old you are you have a story to tell yeah exactly um and I think yeah it's just mad like what you were saying as well how he managed to be so introspective mm-hmm. and so early out, out, outwards yeah, yeah like, like have the balance between the balance two is rare to find in in, a, in your first album like that's mad but then i want to get into northampton's child okay um by the way we've got 35 minutes left oh we've been talking talking i know, I know it. but yeah i want to get into northampton's child editing's gonna be pink i'm joking sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no actually the visual editing's gonna be pink have fun oh, i know I was thinking about it as we were talking. I know it's funny. But, like, um, yeah, Northampton's Child, yeah. That song makes me want to cry. Like, just, is it the chorus of the hook? I'm not sure when he says, um, kept, grew me up and kept me clean. 
tell me about even when I'm wrong and his voice it kind of breaks yeah yeah oh my god I yeah, cried on he's got a very rough voice yeah like, but for him to like for, for the voice to turn really soft and it makes his voice have to break in order for him to get that you know and, and to be able to portray that emotion in his voice and the way he does it is just so beautiful and then yeah that the first time i heard that song man i had to drop everything and just listen because i was like this is powerful and he was just talking about his mom and her 12 hour shifts and something i wanted to talk about was you know people have been tweeting stuff about like you know the next general election and like poverty is a big conversation and mcdonald's you know the whole mcdonald's um staff wanting to get paid more. oh yeah yeah and then there's this basic tip there's this there's this whole idea that people think um like if you're poor just work and you'll get peas and then you'll be rich and you'll be able to live but the whole mcdonald's what is it called strike thing only happened because people were working 40 hours and still not being able to pay rent and shit like that and it's mad like in the song where he talks about them being broke moving around so far to so far them his mum was still working 12 hour shifts every day a week like that's it's crazy how, and it kind of demystifies the whole idea that people like you can like just work harder yeah just do more hours just do the thing is people aren't even working hard to live they're working hard to survive yeah and that's so unfair like 12 hour shifts and my man's not living the luxury life and this he's barely getting by like can you the family's barely getting by and the uh, 12 hour shift 12 do you know 12 hours that's half your day that's half your day and the rest like say eight hours you sleep that's literally your day is gone and what like and what energy do you have and then to raise four kids on your own is so it's so intense i think one of the i think one of the um the most powerful things about this that song is not even like um not even the story but like the delivery of it Mm. like you were saying the fact that at points you can hear his voice breaking you can hear like the you can hear the pain that he feels in the way that he like he is speaking mm-hmm. like you can like it's like I felt like you know when somebody's telling you a story and sometimes you can see that they're about to cry or you can hear that they're about yeah. to cry like I felt like that was something you could hear in that song like for him it was just so painful to relive that but he ha- he felt necessary too and now he's like you know um, I'm thinking of you I think yeah. that was like the, the one of the lines like I'm yeah. thinking of you when I do all of this and it's just like yeah. it was just I don't even I don't even have words for it because it was just so mad like yeah. but it's true I don't know what I don't know why people think that working hard is the answer I guess it comes from a place of privilege that people say that kind of stuff because bitches out here working 12 hour shifts Trust me, bro. and they can't even go on they can't even own their house like it's, it's actually fucked up Okay, cool. So since we are on topic of women, oh, yeah. that is a big theme in the album. <laughs> um, and I think the main songs that he talks about that were women in is Ladies, Crack. Gorgeous. Gorgeous, that's it. Those are the main songs that he basically talks about women. And, yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, he's, he's an interesting one. The, the, the song Crack, I was listening to it properly today. It's an interesting song. Like it's it's kind of like it talks about the journey of like the experience of having a really toxic partner. Okay. On the flip side of it being a woman instead of usually how it's you know, the guy being really Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and like one of the lines in the song is like you're sweet like grapefruit 
and I thought that was really interesting because grapefruit is not sweet. It's not sweet. <laughs> Oh my god, no, that just reminds me of a juice that I got the other day and it had grapefruit and it was so peak. Yeah. When I took a sip, I was like, why did I do this to myself? But anyway, sorry. No, it's fine. But yeah, and like, that's meant to be a love song. Like, he talks about needing the girl and blah, blah, blah. And like, but it's obviously a toxic relationship. And like, I just thought that was interesting, like, in terms of like, like someone calling you a grapefruit like he's saying that you're sweet like grapefruit but at, and the second line is something about her being bitter at the same time and it's just that I don't know it's just that kind of like double edged thing like, yeah like with toxic partners is that they can be super sweet at times they can be great and then I think that's what makes the toxic so toxic as well because it makes you as a person on the other side question like are they actually that bad because they're so sweet and they're so kind and then everyone else sees that side to them so then that also adds to it yeah and then you're stuck and then some and then you become victim of the bad side and you're like shit what what's going Mm. on um but no the way he the way he portrays his his imagery is so simple but so like profound yeah yeah because he does it a lot like he'll just say like a simple line that makes you think like oh damn like i can i can draw so much out of this i can see so much out of it yeah you know what i mean like that simple little line of like being sweet like grapefruit (laughs) takes you on a whole trip in itself because it's like this guy's this uh, body of work needs to be analysed as poetry, bro. Yeah, Let bro. go of the Alfred Tennyson's and the flipping Shakespeare's, man. Bro, no, so it's like... We need to he's, he's infiltrate the curriculum. We are, slowly, bro. Like, true too, in his, album, his uh, book. Yeah, that's true. Next up, Slow Tie. Mm-hmm. Slow amazing, man. But yeah, what do you think about the song Ladies? Ladies... Is it um? Our babies, but they drive us crazy. <laughs> and they make. Oh, what do you think of it? Oh, ladies, one of my favorite songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. of my favorite songs of the album. I think it's just great. I love the beginning. And one thing that I wanted to talk about actually was that slow tie consistently, bro. The first line of certain songs, yeah, is, is it comes with fem straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, slow tie has this habit where the first line of his song. Oh, draws you so in it's true like that one um when he says lions don't sleep don't uh, lions don't lose sleep over the the opinion of men uh sheep sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. Lions don't lose sleep over the opinion of sheep, and that's the first line of the song. And like I've been listening to like the album it, and every first line I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't need to come that hard. Like, exactly. The first line is like, like, I think he's known for that. I think that's a recurring theme of his that he just he knows how to pull you in from the get go. Yeah. Whether it's like the um it's bar or whether it's like the clip that he uses that yeah. he draws in and puts into his song, like first song he really does know how to pull people in. Yeah, wait, let me think. Yeah, no, that song was great because Wait, are you talking about Tea and Biscuits or Ladies? Sorry, no, 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 ladies. Yeah, yeah, go on. Um Yeah, so yeah, the the first line thing, yeah, that's it's wavy. Yeah. Um and the whole song I really like it. I like I like the, the chorus. Do you know what I like about the chorus and I like about him as a, a thing? He doesn't um you know sometimes when people hail women up or they hail black people up or they hail they do it to the point that it's a little bit dehumanizing. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like you're such a queen, you're so pa- oh, and yeah. you like, there's nothing absolutely wrong with you and blah blah blah. Yeah. But he does this thing where it's like you're great, you got faults, yeah. 
you drive us crazy yeah you got drive us crazy but there's still like that's that's normal because that's that's the human side of us like yeah. no one's gonna be this perfect be all and end all and he mm-hmm. does that a lot and even in the chorus of ladies when he's like um ladies they drive us crazy but they make us men like he's drawing into the fact that we do a lot but we also have faults yeah but I love and that's that. very human yeah that's what i'm saying i love that, that he, he even in hailing people up he still humanizes yeah. you because it's like you know you're not this like great human that can do no wrong like that you know you're a human that has done a lot and it's fine that you know you have your faults but you also need to be praised for the things that you've done exactly and he does it so well like yeah whenever he's drawing on like hailing something up in his mm-hmm. in his music he does it very yeah, well and i love the fact that he even um like he could have stopped at you know he could have he could have stopped at um they drive us crazy yeah um yeah before that he says um they have our babies and they drive us crazy yeah? and then there's the officer that is like um and but they make us men yeah i just think it's so cool that he can even admit the fact that women have a big role to play in uh, like men being men if you know what I mean like, and especially because um, even touching on the coddling thing I feel like he's touching on men being coddled by women and yeah. that's something that a lot of men don't talk about and I feel like that touches on his whole you know we were talking in the beginning about him being a nice person and stuff but I also think that's his vulnerability mm. and how I don't think he sees his vulnerability as a weakness yeah. I think he sees it as a strength yeah like, I think for sure that it's cool for sure to, to talk about being weak or to talk about crying or to talk about how much women have played a role in like because to say a woman made you a man is is a bold statement to me especially like with the argument that people say that people boys need a man in the house and single mothers can't do it and he's come from a a single parent household and he's here like I'm a man and that's because of a woman Mm -hmm. like and yeah so it just kind of adds to what you were saying in in the terms of him being able to admit that like it's a, a woman that shapes him into being a man yeah and people don't like to admit that how much we play it's in true. making people who they are yeah another song that he talks about, about masculinity and being vulnerable is missing yeah the song missing and uh, I can't remember how each one goes, but just... So, I'll, I'll explain it. The song is super introspective, yeah? Um, one of the bars is... Um, um, th- sorry, one of the bars is... Cause real men cry and thugs go home. Oh, yeah, I remember the song. Uh, the song is, is the one that has a very kind of hypnotic... Yeah. Um, the stonerish kind of thing. Yeah, like... I, I can, ima- I can imagine. It's very... It's super introspective and it's very kind of like it's it's all about him and it's all about his insecurities, and I feel like the whole song is him talking to himself. To be honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Get into that. But yeah, the masculinity thing he talks about that a lot in the song. Um, one of the things he says. No, okay, so yeah, the the one that he's the the bar about, he says, "Cause real men cry and thugs go home." Uh, the rest of the song is about him looking into himself. Um, and I really wanted to talk about the song because. I think it's great and the, the, I feel like I feel like he was talking to himself because some of the things he says is like only someone that knows you knows you will say that to you yeah yeah you know yeah yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, like, yeah some like one thing he says um the only enemy is between your eyes telepathy oh yeah your mind 
that when i heard that when i heard that line yeah i felt like somebody slapped me across the face yeah the only enemy is between your it your eyes it's true (sighs) i was just like and that's like one of the things you say to snap yourself out of something in it you're like bro when you've got like some little self-doubt or fear or something no Mm. that's actually my go-to line now when i feel like when i'm getting riddled with like some self-doubt i'm like you are your own enemy yeah i love this song i love the song did Same. i say it's my favorite no i, I said northampton child my favorite today uh, it's a close tie because when i was listening to this i feel like he said everything i needed to say to myself like and him saying other things like what did he say he was like um the whole thing like it's like him calling himself out on his bullshit. yeah 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 like, yeah yeah, like, yeah one of the other lines is like um why you lost your spine like and he was talking about him treading like a tightrope and I feel like the tightrope is like life and all of that stuff but and then he says um like why like have you lost your spine type thing and it's like you know when people say like grow a backbone like, yeah you're yeah like a bitch like bruv yeah <laughs> don't let don't take shit from you know when someone said like yeah you're like just grow a backbone like you need to stand up for yourself type thing like I feel like that was something he was trying to say to him, yeah like have you lost yeah 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 yeah. it's just a new way it's like a harsher way of giving advice yeah it's the way we talk to ourselves exactly it's the way we talk to ourselves the the mad (laughs) inner dialogue that we have that we don't talk to our friends like that and it's mad brutal Mm -hmm. it's mad like i'm just gonna read you all the lines that stuck out the other one was you need sense um and a banging on the head <laughs> it's true um and Me. he says how far will you go if it's not arm's length and i think that's one of the last lines of the song as well and you know when people like leave you with those bars near the yeah. end of the song you're just like all right you just came for me yeah <laughs> that's literally that song is one of those songs that you have to turn to when you're feeling depleted yeah. because it will give you it will give you that's those are the kind of songs that make music so powerful and like yeah because it's like exactly. it's there's they're speaking to themselves mm-hmm. but they're also speaking to you mm-hmm. and it also makes you gives you a place to turn to when you're feeling a bit crap a bit low i just realized most of this time i've not been speaking into the mic but it's fine my voice is loud hopefully i can play with the levels <laughs> yeah but um and and the chorus is really nice as well. It's very like um, I feel like it's so introspective. Yeah. Like and it's just like like very mellow Mm-mm-mm-mm. and it is very like that's one of I keep saying that's one of my favorite things. But is how he can tap into so many different sounds yeah like even in like the first four songs he gives us like punk he gives us like yeah. slow he gives us hard gritty grime like he can just do so much but he does it so well mm-hmm. and you know like when people do that thing where they tap into different sounds it's so hard to make like a cohesive project with that yeah. but he just he just does it. that's why he like it is shocking that this is his first album because yeah. it was just executed exceptionally well like from production to bars to delivery to concepts like yeah he just started with a bang finished with a bang the visuals that came out of it as well Mm. like oh my god no let's get into visuals have you seen the toaster video yeah oh oh my days he i'm so 
happy oh, there is somebody in the like UK. Him. Yeah. Yeah. In the UK that just yeah. puts effort into giving yeah. me a show yeah. when it comes to watching it because yeah. I'm tired of lazy visuals that are just there for you to be put on the charts or something. I don't know why oh. people even waste money on visuals nowadays because they're not doing much with it. Mm. But he Oh my oh, god. That toaster video man. Is when he goes to his old house and yeah. as a child and he's just walking through the house and he's explaining like this is where the house and then he says this is where I this was my room, this was this. Give a show and tell. Oh my god. I think that was the that was one of the first things that drew me into him was um his visuals. Because yeah. I listened to his EP but you know do you ever listen to like music and not really pay attention to who it who's made or anything you just like yeah, the song yeah, and like it's just it. there yeah and then I think one of my friends played um tea and biscuits and on the t- it was either my friend or my brother I can't remember someone showed me and I just loved the visual because I was like it was so simple but it was doing a lot it's just how much like he puts into the visuals because even even the team like this was before the album have you seen the team biscuits visuals yeah I've seen everything I just don't remember which one it's the one where he's wearing the black cap black hat and it's just him rapping but there's just a lot happening and then like it's the angle is anyway he him, when it comes to storytime visuals and even like oh, I wish I went to his show same he looks like he can put on a show he does he pounds <sighs> and he ha- and he's so sweet did you see his tweets when he was like um oh, I'm here like who wants to be on the guest list I fucking live for slow time same He's a man of the people. He really is. He's a man of the people. The tour, he didn't like... (laughs) He doesn't even like to call himself a grime artist, does he? Yeah, fair enough. He could just be the Jeremy Corbyn of of UK... Of music. Of music. Of music, period, yeah. Because, no, Sorita is for the people. I think he even did, like, a 99p tour. Did he? Yeah, he did a 99 I'm pretty sure he did a 99 (gasps) Can you imagine? I love... You know what, yeah... Our favourite artists are really out here for our pockets. I love, I love him. <laughs> They're really out here for our pockets. I have to stand. Yeah, they really because care. They really care. Slow t- 99p, Koji Radical, three pounds. Oh, no, yeah. I have to rate it. Oh, I have yeah. to rate it. Oh, I'm so here I'm for here that. for it. I am so here for that. I even said it to him. I was like, thank you for making it so cheap. And I'll say it to Slow Tight too, even though I missed out. Thank you for making your show so, so cheap yeah. and putting on such an exceptional show as well. Yeah. And oh man, yeah, Slow Tight is really something else. Do we have. Do you want to talk about Tea and Biscuits? Because you yes! said you. It's the last song, so. You're like, I'll come back to it. We went on a whole whirlwind. You might as well end there. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go into tea and biscuits. Tea oh, and biscuits. I really um, called it TNT, sorry. TNT, no, I was like, what's <laughs> the <laughs> My brother. Oh, I love the song. The other day I was like, I listened to it back to back, like so many times that I wanted to screaming. learn the lyrics. Because it's so beautiful. The flow is amazing. Yeah. The flow and the changes in tone and the changes in. Masterpiece, masterpiece. Tea and Biscuits is actually one of my favorite songs. Yeah, like on an everyday thing, that's my favorite song. Like you know, like just on your hype playlist, like they go on the hype playlist, like just just for an everyday like vibe. And I don't know what to say. I love it so much. I'm too excited. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, okay. This is the one that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, this is what I love about him. Instead of him saying like I don't sound like these rappers or like. 
I'm different or whatever. He's like, none of me sounds like them. I love that because it's literally him saying like, no part of me is willing to conform. Yeah. And I feel like when we were talking about what makes this album so great and what makes him so great is he doesn't compromise himself in anything from from the introspective songs like Missing to him being able to do grime, heavy, you know, lyric type songs to him doing like experimental punk type. It's because he's not compromising. He's like, this is me. I love punk. I'm going to do punk today or I'm feeling like sad. I'm going to do an introspective song today. And it's all like non-compromising and I love that like and that line really sounds out to me like, yeah none of me sounds like them chief I put the 10 in 10 deep huh <laughs> <laughs> he just basically said I'm worth 10 man I'm worth 10 of these lot like, literally his self-worth Whew. let me be there let me be I there trend me that flows so I'm saying he he says things yeah he says not that he says what everyone's saying but he just says things in such a brilliant way yeah like he literally you could literally get 10 rappers and tell them to all like um reel off the same lyric but he'll just find his own spin on it Mm -hmm. and it's it's and like you were saying that he he doesn't compromise himself and it's true and the thing is it's not even performative because you know sometimes some people are like oh I'm so different but it's just so performative with him you can tell like this is natural because authentic authentic because wherever he is whether it's on national television Mm -hmm. whether it's in an interview whether it's in his music whether it's uh, on stage like he's just doing himself Mm -hmm. whether it's stripping to his (laughs) underpants whether it's pulling up you know um heads of like our prime minister whether it's just like having nice little conversation <laughs> like he it it's not like everything is just authentically him and it's he's not performing for the musical like performing to be that guy like you yeah. can just tell that it's like this is him and this is him through and through yeah even the fact that like his name is a play on like his speech impediment yeah! and <laughs> talk slow well in his music he don't yeah in his music he doesn't I think he's found like he's finding his voice I don't want to say he's found his voice but he does talk slow in interviews yeah you're right yeah he it's, talks it's slow kind of drawn out a little bit yeah 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 well, extremely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Not notice, it can't be that bad. yeah yeah I yeah I feel you I feel you but yeah, sorry, go on, continue. I have nothing to say. No, but I love that. No, honestly. I genuinely almost sobbed when I heard about that. Like, He's just, oh, I just love, I just love people that are like themselves because it reminds me as somebody that likes to unapologetically be me that it's okay to do that because you know sometimes you, yeah, sometimes like you're like, oh, am I, like, why am I, why, like, why can't I just be like everyone else? Why do I have to like make this much, like, but then to see somebody just doing them and being them, you're just like, okay, it's fine. Yeah. Let me be in my own lane, like, it's cool. I don't have to compromise for people and yeah, Slow Tide just does that for me with yeah, this, with I, his existence to be honest. That's, that's what makes me drawn to him. Like the people that I rate a lot, they're not just artists, they're someone that's more than that innit? and especially if it speaks to me and obviously we're on this journey of trying to figure out who we are as like, you know, early 20s and shit. Like, 
but yeah like people like him mad authentic like just like you said like well like, it speaks to me so much because especially because i write music as well and that line it it just hits home like a lot like because when i write like one thing i can't really do is write choruses because it just doesn't come naturally to me in it and i was like proper trying i was like why can't i do this that must mean i'm not good at what i do like, that must mean i'm not a good enough writer or rapper or whatever and then when he when i when i saw when i found so it did feel like i was telling you earlier earlier i felt like i know myself better so it felt like i was finding like just it reminds you of yourself isn't it? yeah like someone that really speaks to being so quirky being so radical being so vulnerable yeah literally literally i feel like every element of him that he showcases i I can see myself exactly and that's why he's such an icon yeah that's why i feel like he's he's more than a person yeah he's a movement like yeah oh let's end it there he's a movement he is a movement because it's true it's true politically socially individually yeah every sense of the word slow tie is a movement and Ah, I love him, you know. Oh, I love no. him. That's honestly the perfect place to end because, <laughs> no, that is a word. He is a movement. Oh, yeah. my God, oh no. My All right, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We hope you did. Yeah. Yes. If there's any other albums you want us to, to speak on, yeah. yeah, we can do that for you. Let if, us know. If, yeah. Um, this has been great. It really has. Um, you know when you just have such a good conversation, you don't want it to end, but time constraints also <laughs> we need to go motherfuckers but um yeah follow us on inter- the interview pod on instagram and at interview pod on twitter um go and subscribe to our youtube channel if you haven't already subscribe to us on apple Podcasts. follow us on spotify Spot- follow us on soundcloud yeah, tell a friend yeah tell a friend to tell a friend yeah and join the convo man like tell yeah. us about so Ty, if you haven't listened to the album you should definitely yes. definitely do that I'm and really sad it wasn't nominated for a Grammy but we move <sighs> another conversation for another day that's a whole other conversation but thank you guys for joining us and we out bye peace out bye